Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Chris here, sharing Encouraging Your Spirit podcast with you. You know, today I was reading this great devotional, and it's also something I've been thinking about this week because uh, in the news, there have been a trigger warning. I'm going to talk about sadness, and I'm going to talk about despair, and I'm going to talk about suicide. So just letting you know that in advance because I realize that people have a wide array of experiences and emotions and it can take you spaces and places so I wanted to let you know what I'm gonna talk about before you continue listening okay so I was reading about the experience of I think it was a former uh, Miss uh, USA that passed away due to, to suicide and I know a week ago um, there was some some other celebrities, uh, so, and I don't mean some other to be any kind of way. I'm just saying the, uh, it was a celebrity son that um, had had a similar experience. And so today I was reading a devotional that was talking about tears in a bottle, and I thought about you know not necessarily just suicide, but just the fact that people you know have a wide array of emotions and experiences and emotional things that they care. And I know earlier today. I was, was talking about unmet hope and unmet uh, expectations and dreams and, you know, those experiences. Like I was listening, you know, like a person that's been consistently applying for jobs and going on interviews and not getting it. Or a person that's experienced uh, fractured and strained relationships. Or the person that's experienced miscarriages. Or the person who's experienced long-term illness. I have no idea where you found yourself today, but I was thinking about this in the context of sadness in the context of tears in a bottle and I saw this daily devotional that's written by Vicki Kemper and I just wanted to drop it in your spirit and share it with you in case you hadn't read it so she writes uh, and it's on the United Church of Christ site so you can go there and look at it you know when you feel like it number one have you ever felt unheard or that others fail to acknowledge the validity of your emotions. How did you respond? Looking forward, how can you let people know what you need? Two, have, have there been times when you fail to respond lovingly to someone else's hurt? How could you do better next time? Three, what can you do to make yourself, your family, your church, or other group a safe place for sharing vulnerable feelings? Will you do it? Here's why I bring that up. Uh, earlier last week, I was having a conversation with a colleague, and we were talking about how, you know, sometimes people say, uh, feel free to share your thoughts with me, or, you know, you can come to me and talk to me, you know, anytime. And I talked about the challenges of that are that sometimes if, if that particular person does not have a, any type of relationship with said person, whether it's work context or it's a personal type of relationship, it could be a little bit difficult to reach out and say whatever the said feeling is and and when I thought about that I thought about that conversation when you know reading this devotional and the author uh, Vicki Kemper writes about how she was reminded recently how difficult it is for many of us to deal with someone else's sadness or emotional distress uh, and how she saw how many of us uh, when made uncomfortable by another's discomfort, move quickly into fixing mode. Like I was watching videos um, 
and, and, and on different topics, like I said, and some of the things that people said is this is how I remember this person. And they put this, this video up of the person and the person was, you know, smiling and laughing and, and had a really positive and great conversation. And here's, here's, here's my point. I'm not saying that that isn't true. I'm just saying that sometimes when we think about how we see other people, we're only seeing a part of them. You're only seeing the part that they show us. And, um, you know, just the idea of bringing your whole self into relationships, the idea of building relationship with, with each other. How do we really do that so that all of us is seen and in what context should that be done? In uh, Pastor Kemper's remarks, she was talking about how, you know, oftentimes, you know, when people bring their discomfort to us, we move to fix it mode. And I've, I've been guilty of that, too, where I say it's not that bad. Uh, you're overreacting, you know, that we add um, or we might say, why don't you try this? We said, you know, suggest wanting desperately to pass the ball of responsibility, the burden of awareness, the weight of obligation. You deal with it. If the situation persists, we might offer this too will pass. Just give it time. And if we're really uncomfortable and just don't understand or at a sincere loss at what to do or say, we might not say anything at all. We might be unwilling even to listen. We might forget that the most important thing of all is to simply acknowledge another person's pain. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, how do we acknowledge other people's pain? Because the truth is people can feel pain. They can. I was reading on Facebook how somebody was saying that, you know, one of the most unhelpful comments is people look at somebody's life and say, well, what do you have to complain about and how that's, you know, really insensitive, which I agree. Because you don't really know what other people are experiencing. And while you might view whatever their said experience as unhelpful or as, as nothing, it might be everything to them. And how do we include that sensitivity, that level of care in our relationships? And I think we should include that to acknowledge other people's pain and, and to also acknowledge that sometimes you don't have a strategy or a solution. Because I, in my own life, realize that sometimes I don't have it. I don't have the answer. I can tell you what I did if I faced that particular situation or that experience, but that in, in, in no way, shape, or form means that that's what you should do. And also, if you're sharing your pain, it might not be best for me to say, yeah, I did that too. No, that might not be helpful because that might not be what you need. You might just need somebody to just hold space and do what this person is, is Pastor Kemper is saying, which is acknowledge another person's pain. Or maybe if you don't have the tools or you don't have the, the wherewithal, suggest others. Because I know some really great mental health therapists all across the, the land. If you're ever in the space and you need somebody that can help you, or, or that you can talk with, feel free, Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com and I will post the list for you if, if that's what you want to, you know, want to do. Because I think about that, about oftentimes how people are carrying so much in their life and sometimes you're trying to figure out what to do with that, that level of pain. It's not necessarily, or how pain is not necessarily tied to lack. You can have people who have what others would call everything and they still feel burdened emotionally or the things that they never tell you that that have bothered and deeply affected them in my own life I can think about times where the reason that I'm here today is because of mental health support uh, faculty I want to say faculty but they were faculty at their their institutions but mental health support people 
personal growth groups and friends that reached out and cared. And there were also times when, you know what, I didn't feel like sharing. I was disconnected and just disengaged too. And all of those are valid and real experiences. And I think about that, not just because we're living through and in a pandemic and you're trying to go about, you know, your life as best as you can, but because pain is a real experience that people that people have and how do we acknowledge that and how do we hold space for that and how do we provide the best level of support or just provide support for other people these are things that um the writer was sharing and i totally wholeheartedly agreed and i thought it would be great to to share those with you today i like the uh the further thoughts that she said she shared because she was sharing the scripture and i read it again in case i didn't read it it says you yourself have kept track of my misery put my tears into your bottle aren't they on your scroll already and there's psalm 56 8 and pastor kemper writes um that those statements that i read could sometimes compound another person's hurt and she further states how comforting then to know that spirit registers our every hurt and collects each tear that falls. How healing is it to be heard without judgment, to be able to share our pain without running up against someone else's need for resolution. And how encouraging it is to know that we too can choose to honor our dear one's suffering and preserve their tears in our own heart-shaped bottles just wanted to share that with you that the person that's living with you that's beside you that's at your job that's wherever you meet could be experiencing all kinds of things and if they're ever inclined to share with you let's think about ways that we can be supportive or if we don't know how to be let's think about ways that we can just acknowledge their pain and stand with them prayer for the day that pastor kemper shared god who hears for love that records and, and honors my feelings. For your sacred bottle of tears, I give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to share that because I was just thinking a lot about how oftentimes in life there's this feeling, or at least in my own life I've experienced, a feeling where you always feel like you always got to be strong. You always got to have it together. And the reality is some days you don't have it together. And I just wanted to say for people who feel like that, it's okay. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have all the answers. It's okay. You might not know how to fix fix it. It might actually fall apart, and it's going to be okay. Or even if you don't know how it's going to be, I just hold space for you because I'm really not trying to fix it because I have recognized in my life that there are certain times and experiences in my life and in others, I do not have the tools to fix it for you. I would want to fix it for you because I care that deep. But I don't always know if that's my place and space. But even if it isn't, I just want to acknowledge that it's a real thing that people feel pain. Pain that I don't have words for. Pain that I don't have the experience to say I even relate or I understand. But what I do want to say is I acknowledge it. And I encourage people to think about how we hold space for others when they're having experiences with pain. How we can be a better support. And I don't have an answer within this podcast to say, these are the tips, these are the things you should do. But I definitely thought the devotional was a great conversation about things um, that happen in real life.
That's all I got. I thank y'all for listening. I thank you for tuning in, for being a part of our uh, ever-growing podcast family. You be blessed. You have a great week. And we're always here encouraging you spiritpodcast at gmail.com to pray alongside and with you. Y'all have a good day.